Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this is Shear Jeshub, brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut, featuring the Bible study series entitled Heavenly Authority, taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. Pastor is currently in the book of Judges, chapter 18, in the section on the apostate Ephraimite Micah, who has established his own household shrine, complete with idols, and who has taken in a wandering Levite to be his personal priest. Last time we saw the dubious history of the tribe of Dan, and how five spies from that tribe stopped to rest at Micah's house in their journey to find an easier homeland for the tribe. Rejecting the central position in Israel, which God has clearly allotted to Dan, these five still ask Micah's hired priest to inquire of God concerning their mission. The Levite gives them false confidence by telling them the presence of the Lord is with them. Now let's rejoin Pastor Greg as he reads from verse 7. So the five men departed and went to Laish. Laish is also called Lashem in other places in the Bible, to Laish. They saw the people who were there. Now listen about the people that were there. How they dwelt safely in the manner of the Sidonians, quiet and secure. There were no rulers in the land who might put them to shame for anything. Now, some of your translations may have that that sentence a little different. They were far from the Sidonians, and they had no ties with anyone. So they're living, they're dwelling in safety. The NIV says they're living in safety, unsuspecting and secure. They're dwelling in safety in the manner of the Sidonians. They have no rulers. There's no fearful or subduing authority over that area. We'll see later on that the area is technically under the control of the Arameans or the Syrians. But at this point, they're not controlled by them. They're far away from the Sidonians, and they have no strong ruling authority over them. They're in freedom. They're in freedom, they're in peace, they're quiet, they're in security, they're an isolated city far from anyone. Now the Danites are unable to conquer their allotted land, so they go up to Laish, and Laish is all the way up at the northernmost part, not central, but at the northernmost part of Israel. Matter of fact, they'll probably be one of the first areas later on when the Assyrians come down and conquer that will be conquered because they put themselves all the way up north at the very border of the Promised Land. The Sidonians had oppressed the Israelites. We read about that in Judges chapter 10, verse 12. But these people are separate from the Sidonians. They lived safely in the manner of the Sidonians. That could possibly mean that they were prosperous, they were secure. It could possibly mean that somehow they're distantly related to the Sidonians, a settlement that came out of Sidon. But now they're separate. And there's no other designation given for this people except they're quiet. It sounds like they're a peaceful people. They're safe, they're secure, they're free. 
and they're pretty much to themselves. And so the Danites eye them like a wolf eyes a lamb. We can't conquer those Amorites, and we can't conquer those Philistines, but here, here's a people that we can conquer. They're quiet, they're secure. That word quiet means rested, settled, still. They seem like a peaceful people. In the King James, it says that they lived careless in the matter of the Sidonians, but the New King James corrects that. The better translation is safely. The place means a place of refuge, safety, feeling of trust. It's a safe place they're in. They can't go against the powerful oppressors, so they seek out the quiet and unsuspecting. Verse 8, Then the spies came back to their brethren, at Zorah and Ashtaol. And their brethren said to them, What is your report? This is almost like a mock spying. Remember Moses sends out the spies? This is an anti-version of that. So they said to them, Arise, let us go up against them. For we have seen the land, and indeed it's very good. Would you do nothing? Do not hesitate to go and enter to possess this land. When you go... You will come to a secure people and a large land, for God has given it into your hands, a place where there is no lack of anything that is on the earth. And notice again, they feel God has given this to them. And 600 men of the family of the Danites went from there, from Zorah and Eshtaol, armed with weapons of war. So against this people that live in safety... They go up with weapons of war. A secure people, in verse 10, they say, that word means a reliant, a trusting people, a confident people, and by implication, when you're just trusting and you're confident where you stand, an unsuspecting people. Some ways, the U.S. is like this land of Laish, you know, secure, free, prosperous, safe, feeling safe. When you feel safe, you've got to be careful because you can be unsuspecting of what might be coming about. So they go up there, the Danites go up, feeling God is on their side, feeling that they can conquer this people with weapons of war. Verse 12, Then they went up and encamped in Kirjad Jairam in Judah. Therefore they call that place Mehanadan, Camp of Dan, to this day. Uh, verse 13, and they pass from there, they're going north now, toward Laish. Laish is all the way up from here. To the mountains of Ephraim. And where do they come to? And came to the house of Micah. It says in verse 14, Then the five men who had gone to spy out the country of Laish answered and said to their brethren, Do you know that there are in these houses an ephod? household idols, a carved image, and a molded image. Now, therefore, consider what you should do. Now, do you think they're saying this to their brethren because they want to go in there and destroy idolatry in Israel, crush those idols, take away those idols? Is that their purpose when they say, therefore, consider what you should do? Let's see. Verse 15 so they turned aside, they go off their path there, and they came to the house of the young Levite man, 
to the house of Micah and greeted him. This is important to them. They sidetrack themselves, continuing on, to make sure they make the stop at Micah's house. And they come across the Levite, they greet him. Verse 16, remember, they had lodged there. Micah let them stay overnight there. The 600 men armed with their weapons of war, who were of the children of Dan, stood by the entrance of the gate. That's an intimidating sight. 600 armed men at the gate of the house. Verse 17, Then the five men who had gone to spy out the land went up. Entering there, they took the carved image, the ephah, the household idols, and the molded image. The priest stood at the entrance of the gate with the 600 men who were armed with weapons of war. When they went into Micah's house and took the carved image, the ephod, the household idols, and the molded image, the priest said to them, What are you doing? And they said to him, Be quiet. Put your hand over your mouth and come with us. Be a father and a priest to us. Is it better for you to be a priest to the household of one man or that you be a priest to a tribe and a family in Israel. Come with us, be a father and priest to us. So they're not taking, they're not going there to destroy this idolatry. They're not offended by this idolatry in Israel. They're there to steal Micah's shrine, to steal Micah's idols, and to steal Micah's priest. And the Levite here is going to get a quick career advancement. He's going to go, they're saying, look, isn't it better to be the priest to a tribe, to a family, a large family, than the priest to just a household? And as a priest to this young Levite is really just a career, he's a hired man, certainly it's better to get this higher position, to be a tribal priest. So what does it say? Verse 20, the priest's heart was glad. He was happy. He doesn't care they're stealing Micah's shrines, Micah's idols. He's just glad he's getting the advancement. And he took the ephod, the household idols, and the carved image, and took his place among the people. He actually grabs the things out of the shrine, and he joins the 600 men. Then they turned and departed. What a priest, huh? They turned and departed and put the little ones, the livestock, and the goods in front of them. You have to be careful who you trust. Micah and his mother have a perverted idea of religion. They bring in this guy who they hire, and he's only as good as the hired man. When the other offer gets better, he runs after it, and he takes their precious idols, precious to them, with him. They turned, they departed, verse 22. When they were a good way from the house of Micah, the men who were in the houses near Micah's house gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. So they're upset by what happened to Micah. And they called out to the children of Dan. So they turned around and said to Micah, What ails you that you have gathered such a company? What ails you? What's bothering you? Why are you so upset? What's your problem? And you notice the attitude of the Danites. Verse 24, so he said, You have taken away my gods, which I made, and the priests, and you have gone away. 
Now, what more do I have? What do I have left? How can you say to me what ails you? How can you say that to me? You've taken my God, you've taken that which I've crafted, and you've taken my priest and left me with nothing. How can you say what ails you? And notice several things from this. The foolishness of false religion. Mike is God's can be stolen. What an interesting point at which to leave the study. In our next broadcast, Pastor Greg will be continuing this Bible study series. If you appreciate hearing Shir Jeshub on your local station, may I ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the church outreach of Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. All correspondence and donations should be sent to Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. Again, that's Shir Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, S H E A R hyphen J A S H U B, Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And please include the call letters of your radio station. And if you will be in the Connecticut area, let me invite you to join us for Sunday service. Shir Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the town of Madison at the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane. The exit is number 61 off I-95. Go south to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. The Memorial Hall is the yellow brick and white building, and we meet on the upper floor. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shir Jashub, which in Hebrew means, A remnant shall return.